Alright you guys, welcome back to another episode of the RDR Show. My name's Joffrey, today it's going to be a solo episode where I break down UFC 246, the return of Conor McGregor against Cowboy. So, just to set the background, um, this is Conor's return fight after 15 months with his loss to Habib on October, I believe it was 2018 or November 2018. Um, And from that fight, um, it was at that time one of the most viewed UFC fights. Um, So everyone knows that there was a history between Habib and Conor, and it all started with Habib sort of terrorizing one of Conor's teammates. And from there, Connor came on a private jet and smashed one of the bus windows, which got him suspended, which in turn just created this whole like insane like back and forth between them. They got really personal and they started talking about like their families and their religions and stuff where Connor ended up losing and Habib ended up jumping the cage and attacking his teammates. And there was a huge brawl that happened. So this is the return of that. The return of Connor once his sort of downward spiral with all these like criminal, you know, accusations, and he was charged with a few things. But now he's back, and this is more of a calmer like fight camp or build up. He was very respectful to his opponent. The guy he was fighting against was Cowboy um, Cerrone. He was all-time leader in wins and I think leg kicks and like finishes, I believe. So it was going to be a good fight, a return fight. But from the beginning, um, Cerrone, or Cowboy, was a very like large underdog. I think he was like minus or plus um, 330 or something. I don't really know the odds too much, but Connor was like a huge like favorite. And Connor just out of the gate, um, just came in. And actually, before we break down the fight, just wanted to say that this fight was going to answer a lot of questions, right? Can Connor like, sort of hang? Not only that, can he come back at 170 and sort of defeat the people that, you know, that he once was in the, in the top five, in the top ten, because he hasn't been there for so long? There's been a lot of superstars coming out of the gate because people have been thirsting for a superstar. So now we have George Masvidal that came with the flying knee kick. Uh, we have Israel Adesanya. Which is, um, you know, sort of like this long, lanky, kind of shit-talker type of character, but a like, great fighter. Um, we got, um, who else do we have besides them? Like, superstars. We got Nate Diaz, too. Um, we got a lot of guys coming, coming up. Like, even, like, Colby Covington, he's, like, trying to, like, play a character. But the thing about them is that they sort of emphasize something similar to Connor, right? George Mazendal is sort of cocky, kind of crazy like Connor, and Israel Desanya likes to talk shit like Connor as well. But what I, I didn't see this Saturday was insane. Like, I've seen a lot of UFC fights, okay? I've seen plenty of UFC fights. My plan was to go to the Buffalo Wild Wings and watch the fights, right? I wanted to get there three hours before the fight started. Three hours, because it was a Connor fight. And in the past, I used to come an hour before, an hour and a half, way before any of the fights started, and I got a seat. I would wait like 30 minutes. But when I got into that Buffalo Wild Wings, the whole place was packed. The entire like hallway aisle was packed with people waiting. And they told us the wait to get a table was three hours. And this is like at like 6.30. And the f- Connor wouldn't even come on until 10 o'clock. I knew he wouldn't come on until 10. 
because I've seen so many UFC fights. I know when the main event was going to start, right? It was extremely packed. Every location was busy when you called the number. It felt like when I was a kid and I was like trying to get the Nintendo Wii and back in like 2006 and I would call every Best Buy. And I'm like, hey, do you have the Nintendo Wii? And be like, no, we're like, we're sold out. Like people were coming in and buying it. It was like that. And even a lot of my friends that don't watch UFC, um, they were watching this fight. My barber was watching this fight. So even like people who were very casual were very curious about this fight. And it's like they knew things that usually the average kind of viewer doesn't. So it was pretty exciting. Um, that's the crazy thing that Connor brings to the sport. So we ended up just going to this bar, like in West Jordan, driving like 25 minutes to this bar I've never been to. Somehow, luckily, like this bar was extremely packed as well, but we got two seats because these two older ladies were leaving. And it was funny because they were like, why are they showing this fake wrestling crap on the TV? You know, like that's what someone, someone said, but like, they were like these really old ladies and we got two seats and we were just there. And we watched, you know, we watched the main card. um, And for the most part, the main card wasn't as exciting. But the purpose of this was there was a lot of unknown fighters to sort of bring them up and to show what they're made of. Because Connor brings so many eyes. Like, oh my gosh, I've never seen so many people like in bars, like watching and people talking to me about the fights and like being like, oh, what's going to happen next? So that's how big the magnitude of the Connor McGregor fight is. So I couldn't even imagine in Vegas how it is. I really want to go to maybe a fight this year we'll see but it depends on who it is right so let's get to the fight so connor comes out and this whole fight sort of build up he's been very humble he's been shaking cowboy's hand he hasn't been disrespectful even walking up to the cage he doesn't do his famous uh, walk he just kind of walks in says hello to the crowd kind of blows a kiss to the crowd and just like extends like his body up and then I don't know, he's kind of giving like the people what they want for so long. It was sort of like kind of a movie moment, you know, sort of kind of like magical to see that. And then they announce the fighters into the corners and they start the fight. And right out of the gate, Connor comes in straight forward with a hard left, kind of misses a little bit. And then Cowboy tries to shoot and tries to like take him to the ground. But Connor's like really good at this. Like he jumps while he's trying to take him down and sort of hits him with almost his knee to the face. And they clench. Connor like um, hits him with his shoulder in the clench like three times, which breaks his nose. They back up. Cowboy throws a leg kick. Connor then returns a left leg kick. But Cowboy, thinking that it's going to come to the body blocks the body but it ends up hitting him right in the face with his like i've never seen something like that like the force generated by like the foot because usually you try to kick with your shin right he hits him cowboy sort of kind of goes back and connor just unleashes like these hooks and like straights and cowboy falls to the ground and the fight's over in 40 seconds now the problem with this is that yeah like you would think wow he finishes in 40 seconds that's great right Usually, that's good on on a regular fight. If it's another Conor McGregor fight, yeah, that's amazing. The problem with this is this is supposed to be Conor's return fight. So, right out of the gate, a lot of people, even within the bar, were saying, oh, that's bullshit, you know, like, that's too fast. And I agree. I think for the most part, like, it's great that Conor got the finish because we all know Conor could get the finish. But we, there was so much buildup and hype and, like, the redemption. In a way, you kind of wanted to see Conor go through some adversity 
and you wanted to see sort of Cowboy. I think everyone knew that Cowboy was going to lose because he was such an underdog. But just the way it happened, it didn't really kind of show what he had or sort of a war. It happened so fast. You kind of and ended up giving more questions than, you know, than answering a lot of a lot of unanswered questions. So it just kind of brought on more stuff. You don't know how Connor's cardio was, right? You don't know how hard Connor would hit or how hard Connor could take some of the punches, right? Because it was at 170. It was from Cowboy. And you wanted to see sort of the different combinations that Connor was going to put together because he said that he changed his fighting style. So that kind of sucked. I read a lot of casual people were saying, oh, the fight's fixed. Like, I met with my grandpa after and he was saying, yeah, the fight's fixed and all that. And the fight is not fixed. It's just Connor was on a different level than Cowboy. So it's like, it sort of makes sense that it finished that fast, but I felt like it should have gone at least two rounds. Just a little bit of back and forth, a little bit more punching, even to the ground would have been sort of more exciting because it, it kind of gave the people what they wanted, like the hero wins, right? Like the, like in, in a movie, this would be like Batman against the Joker, I guess, right? Or in this instant, Connor is the Joker, but you know what I mean, right? But it just happened too fast that people sort of are questioning it like it wasn't it would have been more impactful if Connor sort of kind of went through a war and then knocked him out after that would have been great or even gone five rounds that would have been great too um so from this a lot of people are mad but Connor still keeps his legacy or star power that everyone sort of wanted even Stephen A sort of came out and he said like yeah he's a little bit disappointed that it ended so fast and Stephen A is a very casual like MMA fan he doesn't know a lot about MMA I mean, but he's pretty well-rounded in all types of sports, so he's trying to understand it. He was at the fights, and he said after, like, yeah, it was kind of disappointing we didn't see more. And that's true, because a lot of these people that are watching MMA that night are, are really familiar with the sport, and they're like, oh, like, they, they I wish they should have seen more clenching, more wrestling, more takedowns, more maybe leg kicks, more boxing, just sort of all-around good MMA from one of the two best fighters ever, right? So... The thing that they were saying is, who's Connor going to fight next? So there's two things. There's three options, right? Connor can either go back to lightweight, which is his original, his natural, I guess his weight where he can be more dominant because he's bigger. And he can either rematch Khabib, which I personally don't want him to rematch Khabib. I feel like he should get one more fight in there and sort of kind of prove to everyone it's not fake or he kind of earns it. The reason why he shouldn't rematch Khabib is one, um, Khabib is fighting already in April against Tony Ferguson, but Connor feels so confident that that fight's going to fall out that he wants to rematch Khabib if Tony Ferguson falls out or fight Tony Ferguson if Khabib falls out because that fight was scheduled five times already or four times and it all fell out. One guy missed weight, the other guy missed weight, one guy like tore his ACL and was out for a year. Um, I mean, Khabib, like, literally, like, he missed weight so bad to the point where his kidneys were failing, and he had to go to the hospital one time for that, for the Tony fight. So, I feel like Connor should sort of wait, fight in March, because he's healthy. I don't think he got any injuries. And instead, um, rematch, not rematch, but fight this guy named Justin Gaethje, or someone at 155, could be Dustin Poirier. Because Dustin, Justin Gaethje is this guy at 155 who's, I think, third in line for the for the belt at 155. But he's like a killer, sort of a brawler style, so it would be more exciting. That fight, I feel like, would be 
really hard for Connor. And then I sort of maybe favor the other guy more, but I always kind of, you know, have hope for Connor to go in there. That'd just be more, I feel like, kind of exciting and fair and to like the MMA fans that are complaining and they're like, oh, like he should get a few more fights in because he's sort of fed all these, he's fed to the belt right away. And the reason why he felt to the, fed to the belt right away and giving all these special sort of privileges is because of the drawing he brings, right? Like, I've never seen, like, so many people, like, watching a Connor fight. Like, it was insane. Like, I, it just blew my mind. Like, so many people were just lined up, like, in the cold. Even outside, like, the Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, people were, like, spewing out. Like, there was people waiting. And they were going to wait for three hours. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to wait for three hours in here. But that's what I think he should five at 155, Justin Gaethje. Maybe in March not wait for Khabib because if he waits for Khabib and the fight doesn't fall out in April he's probably going to fight sometime in August or October again and I personally just kind of want to see Conor more active because if Conor loses the Khabib fight and as a huge Conor fan I think he's going to lose the Khabib fight because Khabib is just too dominant not saying Conor's a bad fighter he's just not on Khabib's level that means Conor won't fight probably to another year or maybe Conor doesn't want to come back right the other option is, is those are the 155 fights. He could stay at 170 and he could fight Jorge Masvidal, who holds the BMF belt, which is this belt they made for Masvidal's fight against Nate Diaz. He could either do that and that'd be a huge money fight, probably as big as Khabib for the mainstream. Um, but Khabib probably would be a little bit bigger because of the storyline and the rivalry and the hatred. You know, that hatred against Khabib, that buildup is going to be insane. Like, it's going to be very negative, very bad blood. And it's not it's not a fun thing you kind of want to see sort of kind of go through and stuff. But Masvidal would be a really big fight, really entertaining. But Masvidal's favorite because he's definitely bigger and stuff. And then um, Connor could probably maybe fight Nate Diaz at 170, stay at 170, which would be a good fight as well. Not the biggest, but kind of more entertaining. Or he could go directly to Usman, which is the 170 champ, which Connor, I definitely do not think he can beat him because <laughs> Usman has a similar fighting style to Khabib, which is mostly wrestling dominant. But let me kind of give a perspective. The people fighting at 170 cut from 190 pounds to make 170, okay? So these guys are bigger. Connor, the reason why he's sort of bigger at 155 is naturally he's 170, cutting down to 155. So, yeah, I mean, he, he 170 would be his natural weight, but he was going to have to fight guys technically 20 pounds bigger. It's like an unwritten rule sort of fighter sort of deal. But we'll see what happens. Connor personally said he wants to fight three times this year. Um, Justin Gaethje, so he fought Cowboy, I think he should fight Justin Gaethje, and then do the Khabib rematch towards the end of the year, or he could do, I guess, Khabib rematch, Dana White, which is the president of the USC, really wants to push the Khabib rematch, but Connor, he's not gonna, he's not gonna win that one, and if he loses again, I don't know if Connor's gonna come back or not, right, so... We'll see what happens, but this is just kind of a recap. The fight was, you know, pretty entertaining for the moment. I was like, I like the sort of the live experience, but definitely next time I think I'm just going to stay home and probably get a pizza, invite some people over. Um, to I know it was going to be that crazy that night that I didn't even know there was going to be seats, which there wasn't. My uncle was standing for the most part, watched because it was so packed. And I was sitting with my girlfriend that I think next time just maybe queuing up the surround sound system and just kind of watching the fights at home would be good so yeah this is the 
you know, sort of breakdown of UFC 246. Um, the undercard was okay, um, you know, sort of kind of building up unknown fighters. They weren't really that exciting. A lot of wrestling, some submissions. It was okay, but um, yeah, I'll update you guys if there's anything more. But yeah, this is Joe Free signing off.